This is Seal Talks, episode 13. Hello, Star Architects. Welcome to another insightful episode of the Seal Talks podcast. Podcast dedicated to helping architects and creatives build businesses that are sustainable and profitable. And as always, I'm your friendly guide, Egbenyon Leonard. And today's topic is one that resonates with architects and creatives all over the world. I'm talking about seven actions you can take to charge premium fees in architecture. This episode focuses on practical steps that architects and creatives can take to justify and command higher fees for their services. As architects, we are not just designers of spaces, you know, we are creators of dreams, problem solvers and visionaries, and it's high time to start charging and commanding value for our work. In this episode, we are diving deep into actionable strategies that every architect and creative can implement to confidently charge premium fees. So let's roll up our sleeves and get practical. Here are the steps you can take to transform your architectural practice, make it more profitable and more sustainable. Let's delve right in. I have seven items I'm going to talk about, seven actions you can take to that will help you command higher fees. The first one is building a stellar portfolio. You know, architecture is all about perception and the fees you feel you deserve is not really the problem. The concern you should worry about is does your client think you deserve it? Your portfolio is one that can do that convincing even before you meet the client. It is your calling card. That same portfolio is not just a collection of your, your work. It's your visual story, your design journey, and your ticket to showcasing your talent or your expertise. So when it comes to your portfolio, here are some things I know for a fact, you know, with design portfolios and all of that. So all of these tips that it can help you create a compelling portfolio that will captivate your client and elevate your reputation. So we look at three tips under building a stellar portfolio. And the first one is it must have visual brilliance. It's all about the wow factor. You know, in an era where picture-perfect Instagram feed, your portfolio visuals must be nothing short of stunning. You know, we're talking about pro-grade photos, breathtaking renders, you know, that makes jaws drop. And in this case, using high resolution and professionally captured images in your portfolio is a big deal. It's like having a top-notch spokesperson work for you. <laughs> These images do the talking, letting everyone, you know, see the essence and all the details of your projects. In a world where first impression counts for so much, these images are your secret weapon. They grab people's attention and offer clear look at how awesome your designs are. They reveal all the details, all the textures, and the special solutions that make your projects one of a kind. And trust me, they leave a memorable mark on potential clients. And with that, we move to the next one. I hope I'm not rushing too much because I don't want this episode to be too long. So the next one under building a stellar portfolio is the power of diversity. You need to add a mix of projects to your portfolio, like stylish homes, it could be public or 
private spaces. It's like flexing your architectural muscles to show that you are up for any talent. You know, clients love to see this and because it reassures them that you are adaptable and can bring fresh ideas to the table, no matter what project they throw at you. It's like having a diverse toolkit, you know, that you can use to tackle any architectural puzzle that comes your way. So diversity in your project will help go a long way in your portfolio. We go to the third one on that building a stellar portfolio and you need to learn to unleash your storyteller part. Now, let's dive into storytelling a little bit. Your portfolio should go, you know, beyond mere images. It should weave a captivating tale, <laughs> one that encompasses your design philosophy, your creative journey, you know, the victorious moments you've had and how you have conquered design challenges with innovative solutions. You know, architects, here is the tip, right? You don't just show your projects in your portfolio. You need to tell the stories behind them. You need to bring them, you know, bring those compelling narratives to life. <laughs> your design concepts, the adventure, you know, of collaborating with clients, even when you had misunderstandings, how you handled it, all those stories need to come to life. Okay, think of it this way. Your portfolio is not just a gallery, you know, it's an immersive experience. And when you share those stories behind every project, you are giving it life. You know, you are letting people in on how the challenges were in the journey and how you as the architect, you know, as a storyteller, <laughs> well, you were able to provide creative solutions. And believe me, clients love this. They want to feel like they are part of something exciting. Share your design journey and make your portfolio a place where people don't just look. You know, they dive into it <laughs> and experience your architectural world firsthand, your own architecture you created. I'll wrap up this third part. <laughs> it seems like I'm getting carried away. <laughs> Remember, your portfolio is not just a static display. It's a living testimony that how your, your architectural evolution has been. Whether you're a rookie, you're just starting, or you're a, you know, a pro, a veteran, you need to keep evolving it, keep enhancing it, and let that portfolio do the packaging for you. So these three things I've mentioned, the first one being visual brilliance, the power of diversity, and you know storytelling in your portfolio. It is all about how to make your portfolio superb. And superb portfolios can help you charge premium fees. So the next one, which is number two, is specialization and niche markets. When you specialize, right, as an architect, you are not just any architect too. <laughs> you are the architect for that particular thing. You know, clients who need that particular service will love that because they know they are getting someone who truly, truly understands their unique needs. So you get more targeted projects. You know, clients are willing to pay a premium for your expertise and you stand out in a crowded field like architecture. And examples of this kind of field may be, of course, the first example I would use would be architectural visualization. <laughs> you, you could, it could be interior architecture, it could be landscape architecture, it could be commercial or office buildings, or even high-rise residential buildings, you know, where you are designing luxury homes and residences for affluent clients, you know, those people who seek customized and inclusive, uh, you know, architectural solutions. The list is endless. And specializing gives you an edge as you already know the kind of pool of clients you know you already will seek out because you know what they want and specializing isn't just about narrowing down your focus it's about opening doors to exciting opportunities and carving your own path right to success in a crowded field like architecture so that is number two so we'll move on to number three point and it is leveraging on your experience First off, your experience is like gold in any niche you have in architecture. 
It's, it's not necessarily about the number of years you have been practicing for. It's about those lessons you've learned. You know, the projects, the solutions, the unique solutions you have preferred to, you know, to project problems. So don't be shy about highlighting your journey and the challenges you have conquered. And another aspect is this. Your certifications and your awards, oh goodness, they are like badges of honor. They are tangible proof how good your work is or how good you have gone to get to the point where you are currently are. And because they show that you have got the skills and you have the knowledge to deliver on top-notch work. So don't hide those accolades now. <laughs> and things like being a member of a professional body, NIA, you know, being recognized by ACON or taking professional management course, you know, display it in your portfolio and your website proudly. Hold it with your full chest. Remember, clients want an architect they can trust. And your experience, your certification and awards, these are powerful tools that build trust. So don't hold back. Let your expertise shine. <laughs> Alright guys, so right now we have talked about three points. We talked about building stellar portfolio. We looked at specialization and niche markets. We also looked at leveraging on your experience. Let's take a quick break and take a message from our episode sponsor. I'll be right back. This episode of the Save Talk podcast is sponsored by Render Like a Pro. Render Like a Pro is an architectural visualization-based platform which will take you through all the steps to creating beautiful, realistic, and self-expressing renders and images from your project. Let us make your ArcVis journey a sweet one. Get started with us today by signing up via www.renderlikeapro.com or simply send us an email at support at renderlikeapro.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Let us transform your projects. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> so we talked about the first three points already on actions you can take to chart premium fee as an architect or as a creative. We looked at building stellar portfolio. We looked at niche market, how to, you can carve a niche for yourself, and also looked at you know leveraging on your experience. So the fourth one is to define your value. Now, the question you should be asking yourself as a creative every time is, what value do you bring beyond designing buildings as an architect? So here's the deal. As architects, we can do much more than design spaces. We can enhance lives, whether it's boosting a business productivity with an innovative you know, office layout, or we are creating a home that brings families together. Architects generally are problem solvers. And when, when you are talking to potential clients, you don't just focus on the aesthetics, how the building will be fine and everything. You need to talk about how your design will improve their daily lives, how to save them money in the long run, you know, how to help them solve, solve specific challenges they are facing, or how to help them create new experiences altogether. So what you are selling is the experience. And when you are doing this, <laughs> you need to use clear, relatable language, you know, to paint the picture of a better future with your architectural solution being the center of it or being that catalyst that will lead them there. So what you are selling is value. And you need to remember that clients are not just investing in a building project. They, most of them want to invest in a better quality of life. They want to invest in increased efficiency or a solution to a unique problem they are facing. They just may want a good place to live or feel comfortable in their home. You need to sell that value. And by articulating this 
broader benefits that they stand to gain as you being the architect. You even be more valuable to the clients or even the client circle and be able to charge premium fees for your services. So you need to check your value proposition. What are you bringing beyond design? So that's the fourth, fourth action or fourth strategy. The fifth one is comprehensive services. Offering a comprehensive service or a package, you know, complete package, can be a game changer. And how can you provide this service? I'll tell you a quick story. I once worked for an architectural firm that solely focused on consultancy. And in-house, we had the expertise, we had, you know, the technical know-how, we could do project management, we could do, we had contractors who were already, we used for a few small, small things. We could take on bigger projects. We could even go as far as even just providing logistics for this project. Because the clients had been with us, most of the clients were already people who trusted in the service. And they were always asking, why don't you guys do this? Why don't, the clients asking you, why don't you do the construction for them? And of course, the upper management didn't want to do it. I don't know the reason why. And long story short, at the end of the month, we'll be looking for how to pay salary because we're just focusing on consultancy. And when that particular project we are working on doesn't pay or there's delay, everybody suffers. So when you provide other services along your architectural expertise, you're offering a one-stop shop for your clients. You know, they will love that because it simply it simplifies life for them. Plus, it ensures your design vision is executed smoothly without hiccups. Now, to manage these services efficiently, I know that communication is essential. You need to stay in constant communication with your client, with the construction team, create clear lines of communication, feedback mechanism, and communication with your client and the team will clear any, any delays and misunderstandings on your project. So, as a problem solver, you need to respect hiccups because they will come and when they happen you know you need to be proactive and find solutions swiftly and when you do that you will end trust and then you keep your projects on track remember the takeaway from this particular part is by offering other services such as project management permitting construction administration or whatever you want to come up with you are not just an architect you are a maestro a project maestro you are orchestrating every detail to perfection and clients will adore you when the project come out well and it would even be better and they'll be happy to pay more because they know this is what i get when i hire these guys that's how you create a niche for yourself that's how you create a name the jb jb julius vega were shouting up and down today they were delivering top-notch services straight lines straight edges and people who had money knew where to go to Right? So that is about offering comprehensive services, which brings us to the sixth part, the art of transparent pricing. <laughs> In my last episode, I mentioned, you know, how we are still designs and render like a pro how we clearly create transparent options for our clients in terms of pricing and how that has helped us, you know, build our business uh, over time. If you haven't seen it, you can check out episode 12 of the seal, this same podcast, the seal talk podcast you can check the link below and see and listen to it. Now, transparency is key when it comes to pricing. Transparency builds trust. That statement, you can take it to the bank. In short, let's just even not take it to architecture. You as a client, you are buying something. I'm sure you appreciate knowing exactly what you are paying for and why you are paying for it. So 
take that into context with your client. They appreciate knowing, you know, exactly what they are paying for and why they are paying for it. It sets, you know, clear expectations and eliminates any forms of surprises down the road. So that needs to be done at the beginning of, you know, initiation of the project. Now, when it comes to communicating fees, you need to keep it straightforward. Break down your costs clearly, detailing what's included in your services and what is not. Politely explain to them and you need to be ready to explain the value the client will receive for their investment. So, the return on investment is key. You can also check episode 12 of that for more details. I, I spoke at length about it. And you need to consider using visual aid charts to illustrate your fee structure. It makes you know complex information more digestible for people. And in a nutshell, really, transparency pricing isn't just you know a business practice you need to invite. It's a trust-building tool and to help you charge more for your services, charge your clients more for your services as it positions you as a great light and as an expert in that field you have chosen. So that brings us to the end of the sixth action you need to take to charge um, premium fees. I'll take it to the seventh one now, delivering exceptional customer service. Client satisfaction goes a long way. And one of the ways to actually get them to be satisfied is when you provide them exceptional customer service. And we all agree that trust is foundation. We have established that fact. But clients need to know you are not just in it for the paycheck or for the money. They need to know that you are genuinely invested in the project's success. So be transparent, be honest, be reliable, and you need to deliver on what you promised and when you promised that you would. So communication also is very vital here. You need to stay in touch, you keep clients in the loop and be responsive. Answer their questions as soon as possible and be proactive with updates and good communication. Take this also to the bank. Good communication builds confidence any day. And I've seen cases where you have not delivered on a particular agreed timeline. You have not delivered on a project and you are not picking your calls. How do you expect your client to trust you and come back? Even when they come back, they will grumble. And you don't want that because you are leaving money on the table every time you you don't pick your client's call. If you are in constant communication and they know beforehand that this timeline will change because of this request that they have made. Because some people will have change orders, they'll keep it to themselves. They are designing in, in isolation and you expect your client to appreciate you. No, they will not. At the end of the day, that's where they'll end up telling you, is it just for these four papers you're taking two weeks to design? Do you understand? So it's very important. Communication is golden. Now for the secret sauce. You need to go above and beyond every time if you can. You need to exceed expectations. Surprise your clients with your dedication. Maybe it's a small design tweak, you know, that will enhance their space or simply delivering ahead of schedule. This extra thing leaves a lasting impression on the client. And lastly, customer care is key. Be attentive, listen to their needs, address their concerns as they come up because they definitely will come up. You are the one designing. It is you who can see the whole thing in your head. They can only tell you parts. So when you shed more light and you carry them along, you show them that you genuinely care about the success of their project and their satisfaction at the end of the day. They will definitely trust you. And by doing all of this, you are not just an architect. You will become a trusted partner. And clients are much more willing, you know, to pay a premium for that level of service and dedication. So remember, it's not just about buildings. It's about relationships, 
and trust. And that <laughs> brings us to the end of this episode. And that is a wrap for today's episode of the Siltox Podcast. <laughs> The podcast that you know equips architects like us, <laughs> me inclusive, with the tools and strategies to thrive and grow our businesses. Today, we have covered practical steps you can take to charge premium fee. We talked about building stellar portfolio. We talked about specialization and niche market. We talked about leveraging your experience in the field. We have talked about defining your value proposition for your clients. We also looked at how to have comprehensive services to make sure your clients have a one-stop shop for everything. We talked about the art of transparent pricing. Then we also looked at customer service, you know, exceptional customer service. So we've covered a lot. You need to remember also, it is not just about money. It's about recognizing and communicating your true value as an architect. Thank you for joining us today, guys. <laughs> it's been awesome here. If you found this episode really helpful, please do not forget to subscribe. Rate this podcast because every week I'm going to be dishing you insightful details, deep knowledge about how to build your architectural practice, basically. So, guys, don't forget to share it with your fellow architects. Everybody in the design space, everybody in the creative space, you are my audience. Please do not forget to share it with your fellow guys. And until next time, keep designing, keep dreaming, and keep crushing those business goals in your practice. This is Leonard signing off from the Sealtalks podcast. Peace.